good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good in your world. I hope everything's great with you. Um, today, I just decided that I'm just going to read, you know, some of the Psalms that have always been my go-to um, verses when I really just need to be calm and I just need the Word of God to wash over me. I'm going through a theology program, a master's in theology program, and even though I enjoy the fact that I'm reading a lot of really good content, I like the fact that we do Bible study and theology. I think one of the things that <laughs> I think irritates me, though, is seeing how some scholars, they, they argue about things to do with the scripture as though they're arguing about a, a, a normal book, you know. And for me, even though I, I appreciate the academic rigor that goes into it because that way I learn a lot about the Bible some of the arguments they just really get me like really irritated like I mean why are you even why is this, why is this even an issue although I understand that you have to do that because a lot of people will come with questions but some of it for me is just like wow you know so anyways that's just an aside and what, what made me think about that was uh, the fact that the greatest I think evidence about the Bible is that it's able to do in your life things that other um, things cannot do. So for instance, I am someone, I consume a lot of content, you know, like I read a lot, I'm on social media, you know, so I know when I want lighthearted stuff, I go to Instagram, I go to YouTube. When I want to engage on current affairs, I go to Twitter, you know, that kind of thing. If I want to watch a movie, I watch, I go to Netflix. But when I need spiritual ministry, when my soul is crying out for help, and I need something that I need to be inoculated, you know, as in there is a there is a virus or a germ breeding in this in the depths of my soul that needs to be arrested, or I just need sustenance for my soul. I go to the Bible and the book of Psalms to a very large extent. When I don't really know what to do, there's only one book on the planet that, that does for me what the Bible does. It's only the Bible, there is no other book, none. And it's when I I use the word inoculation because when you get a an inoculation, either whether it's um, like the COVID, va- COVID vaccine or whatever, it goes straight to your bloodstream. If it's if you're somebody who has had, I mean, like whatever injection, I remember when I've had needed to take painkillers and they gave me intravenously, immediately it goes, in, as in you feel it's going through your bloodstream, it goes to the source of the pain or whatever it is. That's how the Bible is for me. So... There are certain chapters in the book of Psalms that I reserve for those moments when I need an inoculation, as in I need either it's fear, it's anxiety, you know, I just need God to just come in and take control of my soul and my spirit. And I'm going to read one of those um, chapters today, just in case you're wondering. Well, it's generally Psalm 23, Psalm 91. Psalm 121 and sometimes Psalm 1 to 7. So Psalm 1 to 7, I read it when I'm in that situation where I really just don't know what's going on, but I just need God to just like move over the waters of my life. And so I read seven chapters, the first seven chapters of the Bible. And it's mostly a time when I I am under some sort of, you know, I can say, I don't use the word, I can tell that, you know the, the so i'll say spiritual attack of some sort or spiritual turmoil let's put it that way mm-hmm. i think that's a better word 
So that Psalm 1 to 7 takes me through the process of, you know, how walks me through a process of calling upon God, acknowledging his greatness, inviting him. He just has a way of doing things. And once I read that seven Psalms, you know, God does the work. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. And the Bible describes the word of God as the sword of the spirit. So I know that in reading those Psalms, and it's reading it aloud, not just reading it in myself, it's reading it aloud. Actually, it's the confession of the words. That, that's where the power comes in. The word of God describes, the Bible describes the, um, the word of God as the sword of the spirit. I see that very strongly when I say those Psalms. And why the book of Psalms? And I think it's important that I drop this. This is just to introduce what I'm about to do now. The book of Psalms is a book of prayer. It's a book of meditation. People, I don't think people fully understand that. In the olden days, I think people understood that much better than now. It's actually a book of prayers. It's also a book of praise. It's a book of worship. So it's, it's, it's curated for the purpose of prayer. So it actually takes you into the presence of God much faster. The other scriptures in the Bible, many of them are books of meditation. They are books of teaching. They are narratives, you know, so they teach precepts and their principles. They're not things that you use in times of crisis. Do you understand? It's like vitamins. So I would say a lot of the other scriptures, they're like vitamins that you use to boost your immunity over time and they're helpful. And it's like food that you use to keep yourself sustained and all that. But the book of Psalms is medicine. There are other scriptures that also follow that mode that are also medicine, but they are scattered in the Bible, in the books. You may not be able to find or detect them. You know, I think another type that um, follows that Isaiah 53 has that, um, you know, but the book of Psalms from 1 till I think 130 something, wherever it ends, it is 100% medicine, God's medicine, 100%. So you, 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 you pick up the book of Psalms, you read it aloud, it has the ability to do for you, spiritually, exactly what an injection will do with that same kind of instantaneous thing. And I'm saying this from experience. It's not, I'm not saying it because it's an, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know how or why it's that way, but I guess God knowing that there will be those moments when you need it. So sometimes when I'm having an anxiety attack, panic attack for whatever reason, I... I say these scriptures aloud, wherever I may be, and all of a sudden God just shows up. It may not happen that way with I mean if I'm if I'm I mean I look at Genesis one that says in the beginning God is the word, you know, it's a different type of words. You know, the power of God is in his word and each word has a task and a mission that is encapsulated in it and it can only deliver what it has been sent to deliver. That is what Isaiah fifty five nine says. And so don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that some things in the Bible are more powerful than others. I'm just saying that the uses are different. And it's important that we understand this. And this is why the Bible says we should study to show ourselves approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Because the Bible has the word of God. It's like a kitchen that has different kinds of tools. And there's a spoon. It's like when you, want to, when you go to the kitchen, have you ever tried, you know, frying chips and then using a spoon? You're going to scoop up the the fries with, with the oil as well. So you need to have a perforated um, spoon to, 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 to take out the fries so that you can drain the oil. That's just how the Bible is. So you have to know what tools to use within the Bible for different situations. They are all useful, but depending on your need, some are more useful than others at certain times. Are you getting me? In the same way, if somebody needs to be saved, the person wants to come to the knowledge of the truth about the Bible, then you take them to the New Testament. There's no point 
feeding them the Old Testament, except God specifically directs you to a story that is relevant to that person. Otherwise, I would direct you to Romans 10, so that we read that Romans 10, where it says, if you believe in Jesus, you confess him as Lord, you shall be saved. With your with the mouth, man believes unto righteousness. With the, with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I read that to you. I read one or two other things, passages in the New Testament. And then we pray and you give your life to Christ. Do you understand? That is, those verses were curated to lead people to salvation. So they are, and that's what um, the book of Timothy was also saying. Second Timothy, I think it's 3.50 when it says, All scripture is, is inspired by God and it is profitable for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, for teaching. So it was saying all the things that the, the word of God can do so that the man of God can be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto good work. So the word of God is the word of God collectively but individually separately it has different uses and it all has they're all united in the collective mission of God but there are specific uses and some are better suited for certain things than others so having said that let us read Psalm 91 because that's what I want to read and that's what really I'm going to do today the title of today's music is Psalm 91 because I just want the word of God to move over my soul I like um, the imagery of Genesis 1 when it says um, the earth in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of God moved upon the waters and God said let there be light Vroom, and there was light I love that imagery I love that imagery of the spirit of God moving over the wa- over the face of the waters because I sense that that is what he does sometimes over the face of the waters of my soul I feel it and I need it because sometimes there are rivers of waters just bubbling you know in my soul there's turmoil there's trouble I need the seas to be calm. I need the waters to be flowing. I need them to be still, to be quiet, to be peaceful, to be calm. Only God can do that because He's the one. The Bible says the Spirit of the Lord is the candle. The Spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. It's only the Holy Spirit that can get into that spirit into and move over the waters of my soul and calm them and soothe and comfort them and give them peace and make them rivers of life flowing into my life. So let us read Psalm 91. And I believe that. As the Holy Spirit will move through these words, as I know He always does, and He will. And thank you in advance for doing that. And um, He will also move over your lives as well, our hearts, those of yours listening as well. So, Psalm 91 He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover me with his feathers, and under his wings shall I trust. His truth shall be my shield and my buckler. I shall not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at my side, and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me nor my family. Only with my eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because I have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, my habitation, there shall no evil befall me, neither shall any sickness come nigh my dwelling place. For he has given his ministering angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. They shall bear me up in their hands, lest I dash my foot against a stone. I shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall I trample under feet. Because I have set my love upon him, therefore will he deliver me. He will set me on high because I have known his name. I will call upon him and he will answer me. 
He will be with me in trouble and he will deliver me and honor me. With long life will he satisfy me and show me his salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So I don't know if you noticed, but I personalized the reading of the Bible, of, of the scripture here. And that's what I do when I read the book of Psalms as much as possible. Sometimes it may not be possible. It's funny because I didn't intend to do that. I wanted to read it verbatim, but I'm so used to doing that personalization that I didn't even know when I switched. It was at a point I realized that I, was, I had switched to personalizing. So because I have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high my habitation, there shall no evil before me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling place. For he has given his ministry angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. They shall bear me up in their hands, so that I will not dash my foot against the stone. I will not tru- I will not stumble. I will exercise dominion upon the lion and the adder. That verse 13 is talking about dominion over the works of darkness. I will trample them on their feet. And it says, because I have set... Because the Lord has set his love upon me. And that's the important thing, you know. This is not because I am so holy or I'm so gracious or I'm so worthy, I'm so righteous. It's rather because of the love of God. We, you know, this is David resting his faith in God, his deliverance, his mercy, and the power of God in his life upon the love that God has freely given unto him. And he says, therefore will he deliver me. He will set me on high. He will exalt me because I have known his name. This verse 14 is just talking about the covenant relationship between us and God. And it says, I will call upon him and he will answer. I always like to say that we have a call and answer relationship with God. He has covenanted that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If we call upon him, he will answer. All we have to do is call upon him. And it's very easy to call upon him. Father in heaven, save me. Father in heaven, heal, heal me. Father in heaven, hear my cry. Father in heaven, deliver me. Help me save me show me free me come into my life make me whole deliver me from all that plagues me strengthen me guide me protect me shield me i will be with him in trouble i will deliver him and i will honor him with long life will i satisfy him and show him my salvation salvation there means deliverance it means safety from everything that plagues us the world is so evil these days it's so evil there's just so much evil around us Sometimes I just feel I should just enter like the rivers of salvation, wherever they may be, and just stay swimming in it and never come back. The ability to hide oneself in the Lord is like a survival skill to these days. One cannot even come out for air. You can't even say, oh, let me have some time to myself. You can't afford, I can't afford any me time away from God because it's so dangerous out there. It's so dangerous. But I thank God for the gift of his word. So thank you very much for listening and reading the scriptures with us today. And my prayer is that what everything that is we have we have read and confessed aloud in Psalm 91 shall be our experience in this natural life in Jesus' name. He says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. This is about staying under the covering of the Most High God. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the noise and pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings will I trust. His truth will be my shield and my forklight. Therefore, I shall not be afraid for the terror by night. Nor for the arrow that flies by day. Nor for the destruction that walketh in darkness or wasted at noonday. No matter what happens around me, it shall never come near me. This is a, a, a chapter, a confession of covenant and of relationship with God. May the Lord bless the reading of his words. May they be manifest in our lives and in our hearts today all to his praise and glory. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. 
God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.